Hey everybody, this is Jill Renee Feeler and welcome to this week's message. It's a little unconventional for me. We're actually, um, I'm with my daughters and uh, they each have a friend up at our uh, favorite vacation place. So I was going to do the normal call that's live at noon, uh, my time, but I want to be out on the lake on the jet skis at that time because the weather has been very spring-like here and unpredictable. So I'm doing a pre-recorded message for you guys because I did want to share something new. Um, and I'm excited for what uh, will come through in this little probably mini message today. So let's just get started. Um, and for those that are not familiar with my work, what are we doing here? We are um, reconnecting with levels of ourselves that are eternal and deep and soulful and it is not common practice within our human experience to connect with these layers of energy they are uh, god energy it's source creator god energy and it's very easy in our humanness to be very preoccupied with the mind and the experiences oriented by the five human senses so um, it feels very good and those of us that that know how to do this and and uh, connect more deeply on a regular basis or even consistently in our lives, it's such a big upgrade in all ways. So just being able to roll with stuff that happens here, being a better version of ourselves, um, having access to those better versions of ourselves when things don't go our way, which is still happening, right? Just because we connect to deeper layers of ourselves doesn't mean the uh, your life turns perfect and everything is great. It just gives you more resources to deal with things when they're not going fantastic, okay? All right, so let's uh, relax our shoulders here and take some nice deep breaths. Okay, right from there, if you can close your eyes, if you're in a safe place to do so, I would like you to imagine that within you there is almost like a like a foggy sort of uh, sensation of like a mist within you and it's coming closer um, from within your heart it's getting bigger and bigger and it is this beautiful uh, I call it Pleiadian blue it's this that kind of bluish kind of purple kind of energy and it feels fantastic okay good job okay nice and as you're just relaxing there, I can imagine this uh, this blue, this beautiful Pleiadian blue color, that those energies are actually rising up from your heart into your brain and helping, I want to say, attune your mental patterning uh, to, a, to a truer sense of bliss, divine creation, joy, grace forgiveness, and what we're calling cosmic understanding. Nice job. Okay, let's start right there with the message today. <clears throat> okay, so let's hear more about this cosmic understanding, shall we? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
we love it when we see you feeling calm amidst the, the storm, when we observe your sense of inner bliss and inner joy and a deeper sense of peace, a truer sense of peace amidst your world exactly as it is. That requires mastery. And when we see any of you uh, operating in that way, we're witnessing your mastery. <sighs> because your sense of joy is beyond condition then. It's beyond environment. It's beyond the current situation of your world. And as you've seen, the level of chaos on Earth um, hasn't been dialed down. If anything, it's been dialed up. And it is wise to expect those chaotic energies to continue on into the future. Um, and if you're pleasantly surprised uh, that, that it actually gets better, fantastic. But to be prepared with your mastery in, in hand, if you will, or in heart, um, feels like a wise choice from our perspective. Jill is asking us to reveal <laughs> who we are, uh, given that we said our in, in such an emphatic tone right there. And she's scared because this part is always, it always sounds so incredibly out there and crazy. Um, and human Jill is uh, less comfortable with that, but she's still asking us. So here we go. Um, we are the Pleiadian Council here to support you in your light, in your humanity. You are one with us in so many ways. And we applaud you on the human journey that you're having at this time, at a very uh, tumultuous, chaotic time on Earth, which you knew when you planned your journey and into the timeline of which you currently reside and live. We sent a message yesterday and Jill happened to see it on her Facebook feed from a friend. Um, Gail had posted a crop circle in the UK. And as Jill was looking at it, and she kept going back to it, and she was uh, watching it this morning again, the picture, the image that was shared online. And every time she looked at it, she felt the motion of the circle, the motion of the uh, star points on the outer ring, the uh, motion of the, the Greek uh, spirals spiraling up and then spiraling back. It was, it was a very, uh, <laughs> it's not a flat image to her as she was experiencing it. She felt it. And it's very possible that many of you will feel it too. So we'll include the link in the, the notes on the website here. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you'll be able to look in the, the notes of the message and get that link and have your own experience with it. This message... <clears throat> This message is directly from us, and crop circles are always coded naturally. It's a wonderful communication vehicle for us and for the others that use them in your reality. The Stargate systems are activated. Um, you are activated in many ways. We view you as a Stargate. We view you as the guide 
and director of divine energy within your reality. You designed yourself this way. Not all humans are designed this way. <clears throat> and there are many distinguishing characteristics of those of you that operate as a, as a stargate in human form relative to the other humans. Let's talk about some of those so that you can better understand yourself. There is a level of sensitivity. It is very unique to each and every one of you. But as a group, there are sensitivities to subtle energies, to the unseen and to the unsaid. We want to point out that sensitivity to us does not mean weakness. It means additional giftedness. How you choose to perceive it with your own mind will dramatically affect how well you function as your human amidst that extra giftedness. All of you had experiences as young children where you felt like you lost time. If somebody were watching you while you were out of time, is the term that we would use, you'd look like you were daydreaming. <clears throat> Some of you have years that you've lost, um, where you feel like you've lost in your humanness of, of not knowing what happened. Um, and not being able to recall specific memories. And what's interesting is that for some of you, there's no, there's no literal record either. <laughs> there could be years where there's no pictures of you. Um, or even in a school picture, you kind of look like you're not there. Um, being a stargate in your reality um, with that wiring, Earth can seem extra boring um, and extra mundane. And many of you have, have tried countless ways to try and um, have the mundane aspects of your humanity be taken care of for you and wish that you had, you know, butlers and maids and house cleaners and drivers and all of these things because the, the, uh, some of the mundane aspects of being human just seem like just too much to deal with. Um, from our perspective, it's, there's nothing you can't handle. There's nothing that, that uh, is out of your reach <clears throat> in terms of being able to handle even the mundane but relative to how special you feel, not special in an arrogant way, but special in a very different, very unique way, um, the, the other spectrum of the humanity just seems so ordinary. <laughs> so the contrast is real. Okay. We're impressed by the different ways that you come up with to cope um, and we're even more impressed when you when you devise ways and explore ways of being absolutely delighted in your human journey, looking for ways to be in joy, <sighs> creating ways to be delighted, delighted in your humanness. Again, that takes mastery. It's easy to be bored in humanity, but it takes mastery to find delight, to create delight within your human journey. And it does make the Stargate experience of yourself um, feel more special, more tangible, more satisfying to you, which is what matters. Okay. <laughs> so if you don't have the uh, earthly support that you've been looking for, then 
maybe it's not coming. Maybe the support that you have right now is all you're going to get. Um, we don't say that to disappoint you. We say that to help you be realistic. Because for some of you, be <laughs> being realistic and pragmatic is not your forte on earth. Uh, you're the, you may be more the dreamier, the dreamier type and just want to like pretend that your reality is, is not your reality. Um, but those of you that we see more noticeably stable in your light, you're actually quite pragmatic and you've had to develop a sense of pragmatism that may not be natural to you. Um, but you picked it up along the way and it seems to be serving you well. So for those of you that don't have that, uh, you may want to consider it. Another level of realism, pragmatism, um, facing the facts of your life and uh, facing them, uh, facing those challenges and responsibilities head on. Since if they haven't gone away, they may not be going away. Um, and it will improve, we see your experience of feeling delighted as the Stargate system that you are which is a very unique role to play on Earth and in any time. <sighs> okay. Hmm. Take extra care of yourselves in the next 12 months. We're sharing this pre-June um, <clears throat> pre solstice, and we're timing this very specifically um, to aid in tuning the June solstice experience for the planet overall. Our intention is by helping you feel more real and more grounded in your humanness, your physicality as a stargate that you are, that it will further activate the grid systems on Earth that are um, innately intended to be light-bearing uh, grid systems. Okay. As a stargate, it's different because you're actually bringing in the light. You're helping restore the light on the planet through your one. So that infiltrates naturally the, the other ley lines and grid systems on the planet. So as you, as we hope, you take extra care um, of yourself over the next 12 months oh, in all manner of of being honest about your life and what's working and what isn't. Some of you are quite stubborn in how you, uh, you keep pursuing a path and yet sometimes it's not getting the results that you want and we're asking you to really sit back and pause and reflect on whether that goal even needs to be there, whether that pursuit is even really necessary for you to achieve or accomplish. The other part in terms of taking care of yourself is related to relationships. There's a lot of misconceptions about what it, um, when it means to have a human relationship uh, with a fellow human. And this notion, this very, in our view, um, unnecessary notion of karmic, uh, karmic ties, karma, um, past life, quote unquote, um, uh, debris that needs to be cleared out, Akashic record clearing, etc. If you are in a relationship that's hard, what if it's just that? 
What if it's just a less compatible union of you with that person? Whether it's romantic union, uh, business relationships and partnerships, um, you and a customer, you and a business provider, you and a friend, you and a family member. <clears throat> we see many of you taking it on almost as a personal challenge when you don't get along with somebody. And some of you stay in relationships um, in these unions much longer than you need to. Wait in your, it's, we observe you waiting for it to get better, waiting for a breakthrough, waiting for you to have an aha moment or them to have an aha moment. But when it comes to organic friction between two individuals and just the way that they're wired, it often doesn't get better. It stays that way, no matter how long you stay in it, no matter how expanded you are, no matter how awakened or unawakened they are. Sometimes friction between you and another individual is simply present. And there we are back to that pragmatism and realism, aren't we? So it's not a personal failure on either one of your parts when you say, you know what, we're just not bringing out the best in each other. And maybe you're even bringing out the worst in each other. That's, <laughs> it can be very liberating for you to be honest with yourself about that relationship. <laughs> now we're going to sound dreamy here. Wouldn't it be amazing if all of your relationships that you can choose, it's, it's too late to choose the, the blood family dynamics, right? But you can always choose how much time you hang out with somebody um, and how much time you make for somebody else. But wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't your life be amazing if every one of the optional unions, the optional relationships were based on natural compatibility, where you naturally bring out the best in each other? Somehow, for many of you, that has not been considered a choice. And yet, we're literally handing you this choice on a silver platter, begging you to consider it. Because when you are in relationships without friction, where there for nine out of 10 days, 90% of the time or more, you bring out the best in each other, you want the best for each other, and it's in a very healthy, uh, positive, upward spiraling energy platform, your stargate shines brighter, your role on the planet is even better. Your sense of joy, your sense of purpose, your sense of delight, delight is improved. And all the different aspects of your giftedness amplify even further. Okay, this is, this is really big. Many of you probably um, are underestimating uh, the number, the, the quantity and variety of relationships you're currently in that you say yes to based on the fact that you maybe don't have a choice or you've been, you know, you have this idea that I, I, in order for my growth, I need to stay here and figure this out. What if there's nothing to figure out? What if there's no growth to be had there other than the realization and the observation of we just don't get along very well? We just don't bring out the best in each other. Life is too short. Why am I forcing, why am I force fitting this relationship? There we go. And you don't even have to agree. You and the other person don't even have to see it the same way. You can just lay, like lay, lay, your, lay your, uh, your cards down on the table and say, I'm out. I love you. I wish you all the best. Um, this, I don't think this is working. I, I'm going to explore other options here. I, I want only what's best for you. And I, I, I realize I want what's best for me too. And I don't think this is it. Okay, relaxing our shoulders.
<sighs> Do you see how related this is to taking care of yourself? This level of honesty and sense of self-worth and what earth can be and making choices in your own personal life that, that validate the life and the reality that you want to see in this world. You don't have to get along with everybody. And not everybody has to get along with you. So in the areas of your personal relationships, in your, your life, all of these different commitments that you make to different people matter. They either amplify light or amplify pain. So where you can make these choices, we're asking you to reconsider and just really give yourself the time and the honesty of what the situation really is and has all the hard work that you've been putting into a relationship hasn't been getting you anywhere a value of tangible results okay very good <sighs> going back to characteristics of this stargate family Many of you have a natural sense of feeling lonely or isolated or extremely independent. Actually, each of those things is very much related, loneliness, isolation, and independence. Um, we've noticed that those of you, Angela's ringing in her ears, thank you. Um, those of you that claim yourself as quite independent, you're actually observing the same energy pattern as the others and yet your view of it tends to be more positive, okay? Those of you that are declaring that you're lonely or isolated in this world, it's you're also independent, and the results are proving that by how much, how, how much you function um, without others, without camaraderie, without your pack. Um, so you could actually switch your perception of, of who and what you are from I'm lonely, I'm isolated, to... I must be quite independent because I obviously get my life done. Uh, I get my, my, day, my daily beingness done being primarily alone. Um, so by definition, you are also independent, and that might be a healthier and more uh, positive way of looking at it versus feeling lonely and isolated. But we're not asking you to overlook the sense of feeling lonely and isolated. It is very, very common for all of you. And we wish it weren't that way. <laughs> By the very nature of you being so extremely unique within humanity, it is very common, and it we don't see this going away. Um, it's very common that you feel... Um, like people don't see you, like they don't get you, they don't understand you. And that's actually part of the reason that, that, that our partner Jill here um, shares as much and as frequently as she does is to do what she can to extend that, that grid system for all of you to see each other better and more importantly, see yourselves. That's the main goals for you to help, to help support you in seeing yourself in a world that's not wired to see you. It doesn't have the wiring to see that Stargate nature of who and what you are. Okay. Hmm. 
so Jill's classic strategy here that we'll, we'll repeat on her behalf is it's not their job to see you. The rest of the world, it's not their job to see you. It's your job to see you. And by seeing yourself, you can further honor who and what you are in this world. And you can take some of the pressure off those other relationships that, that if they don't see you, then they're not worthy of your time. There's many people in Jill's life that she makes a lot of time for with joy and delight. And they don't, they don't see her in the way that you, that you guys see each other. She doesn't ask them to, and it does take the pressure off those relationships. She appreciates the way that they can see her, and she celebrates that. And she notices when there are the unions, like we talked about before, where there's just this natural friction. And she evaluates what choices she can make about minimizing contact uh, as much as possible with those individuals that, um, that there's that friction and just bringing out the worst in each other and so forth. <clears throat> okay, so let's talk more about the solstice coming up here. As your own personal system of being the bringer of light, the stargate that you are in your reality, you further allow that light and that love and those sacred energies to stream forth from the all that is, from beyond the time-space continuum, through your heart into your reality. Okay, you're bringing it into time. You're bringing it into the time-space continuum, into physicality, through your beingness. And every single one of you does that in your unique way. So with the reason that we're timing this message before the solstice is for that solstice to be even more impactful. The stargates open in a very unique way during certain alignments, including the solstices and the equinox is equini. <laughs> With those um, quarterly functions on your planet, there is a natural opening of the stargates, the different kind of the physical stargates, the time dimensional stargates, but you are out of time as the stargate that you are. And that relates to the earlier childhood experiences that we had, which some of you have as adults too. Um, so your stargate is literally out of time and yet also in time by your having your human experience, by your having your human to operate within as the stargate that you are. <laughs> Jill's, Jill's laughing at the uh, <laughs> lack of satisfaction she has with the words there, but we're asking her to trust that the energies for those that they are meant for are exactly what they need to be. Take yourself seriously. Treat your journey as the sacred adventure that it is. Do not ask this world to see you. It's asking too much. Give yourself permission to see you and let that be more than enough. Give yourself the latitude to be <laughs> bored with the mundaneness of being human while making time for what does bring you joy in your humanness. Take care of the matters of your life that even though you'd rather not do them, they actually do add more structure and support to the life that you are. Whether that means a day job that you have that you'd rather you, rather you didn't need, 
uh, wish you didn't have to do, etc. How you support yourself, however you do that, matters. It doesn't have to get in the way of your being your light. It can be in further support of your light. Um, having extra cash flow, having uh, extra resources to be able to do what you want to do in your free time, having free time, while also having other responsibilities, balancing those, creating a balance for those, is very sacred and worthy of the Stargate system that you are. Very good. Remember we talked about that pragmatism and realism earlier. Some of you have experimented with the idea that you just cannot hold down a day job. It just doesn't work for you. Um, if that's working for you, that you've uh, abandoned, if you will, traditional sources of income and cash and self-support, if that's working for you, fantastic. For some of you, it isn't. And for some of you, it wouldn't. Um, there is a, a way that you can be both, that you can have a traditional job, have traditional responsibilities, while also being this amazing cosmic bringer of light stargate system that you are. You can make them go together, realizing it may not be ideal, you may wish it were differently, um, but it is the way it is. And having that sense of stability can also be a wonderful sense of support for you as well. Jill definitely feels that with uh, respect to her work. Um, where she's, you know, handling customer service challenges that people are having with uh, her site or um, mundane aspects of, of uh, you know, operating a household and shuffling kids and, you know, all of these just parts of being human. Um, they provide a stable structure for her light within her humanness. If she didn't have those things, she may not have the sense of groundedness of her Stargate. And there are benefits to having your Stargate shines brightest when you are fully embracing your humanness, your physicality, and taking all free will measures for what you want that to mean, and trying it out, experimenting, exploring different ways of being your humanness in a way that doesn't distract you from being your light, that doesn't have to oppose your being a bringer of light into this reality. Wonderful. We are the Pleiadian Council. We consider you a fellow member of this council. We honor your humanness. We honor your eternal sacredness. We support your sovereignty. We cheer you on with every breath. And we were so uh, delighted to be able to take this opportunity to share with you today. We thank our partner for making this time and, um, and sharing this message uh, with us today. With love, honor, blessings, and sacred cosmic kisses and hugs. Cheers until next time. Bye-bye for now. Let me get a drink of water. Hang on, everybody. Oh, wow. wow, okay. <clears throat> oh my goodness, that. I don't even want to say anything. Let's just leave it right there. Um, in terms of housekeeping items. Oh my gosh, hang on, you guys, sorry. Oh my goodness, okay. 
so Egypt, the Egypt trip is coming along. Oh my gosh, hang on, sorry. Okay, my apologies. The Egypt trip is coming along. The dates, uh, for those of you that are wanting to um, potentially join or get more information, you may want to pencil in the dates on your calendar for January 16th through January 27th of 2019. Um, we will do Egypt plus Jordan. There was there was one person for the most recent trip that we did to Egypt that did not do the Jordan portion. Actually, no, two. That's right, Inger and Kristen. Um, and that worked out okay as well. So if there are some of you that are more interested in Egypt and less interested in Jordan, then the dates would be January 16th through the 23rd, I believe. Maybe, yeah, the 23rd. And then you'd fly out um, from Egypt back to wherever you live. Anyway, so... Um, that trip is coming together. I'm so excited. Uh, for the France trip, we still have a few spots. For Zion, I think we're sold out. I think we don't have any more spots. So if you are interested, um, we have less people that are driving with me in the van. So it's possible that I could expand the number of spots for Zion if you are interested in that one. But anyway, just Google uh, Jill Renee Feeler and you'll find my website. And then you'll look for the store and in-person events or sacred travel, and you'll find it right there in terms of what we're doing, okay? Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, I just want to <laughs> kind of add my, my Jill perspective to what happened today. It, um, <laughs> there's something very comfortable. I have a, I have a higher sense of comfort as Jill with sharing, you know, sacred messages and, you know, um, heartfelt ideas about this world. And when it comes to like channeling entities and beings, etc. My human gentleness gets a little like, oh my god, right? I mean, it's a, it's a level of discomfort I don't know if I'll ever get over, because I completely respect the fact, and I remember that. I mean, a version of me from ten years ago would have been like, what's the pleading council? What a nut job, right? So I, I still have that part of of me of Jill in there that just doesn't understand this and thinks it's just so literally crazy and weird. Um, but, <laughs> but it is reality. And I love what happened today. So um, maybe I'm sharing my vulnerabilities to let you guys know that <laughs> I totally get it. I mean, as we are, as we are operating in this world, in such a strange, uh, different, unique way. And I mean, that whole idea that we're walking around in there with an inner truth of, yeah, I'm a stargate, I'm a bringer of light in this reality, and I'm human. Uh, you know, yeah, that's how I roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that maybe 99.9% .9 of the planet will never understand that. And the fact that they don't have to, oh, thank God. But meanwhile, in my role, I do that publicly, <laughs> right? It's terrifying at one level. And I'm like, F it. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I am, right? That's who we are. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, what do you got to say about that? <laughs> um, that I let that, that kind of um, confident version of my cosmic energy come through, despite the fact that part of me is literally freaked out by the whole idea of doing any of this publicly. Um, I just wanted you guys to get the full picture of that spectrum that goes on with me, too, because I know a lot of you feel the same way, so... I get it. Brothers and sisters, fellow Stargates, I get it. I love you guys so much. So I will see you next week. Um, and apologies for anyone that was disappointed about this not being a live um, experience. Uh, I will 
export this and upload it and share it with my newsletter folks. And by the time I would be live, hopefully I'll be out on the lake on the jet skis playing and enjoying my daughters and their friends and um, having some time before my private sessions later today that I have. So anyway, bye-bye for now. <laughs> Love you guys.